Warning, the Joe Moffat Show is for adults 18 years of age and older. So if you are under the age of 18 years of age, please get your ass away from the speaker. This ain't meant for you. Everyone else, let's go. Hello and welcome to the Joe Moffat Show. I am your host, Joe Moffat, coming to you live. Did he say live? Yes, baby, I said all the way live. From the JM Studios in the beautiful city of Enid, Oklahoma, where we are about to tear up some motherfucking shit in these streets here soon. Ha, 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 ha. Babies. After um, constant contact with uh, the one and only Miss Hippie Pixie, uh, the Hippie Pixie on Twitter. And um, us doing some brainstorming, you know what I'm saying? We've come up with the conclusion that my ass needs to get the fuck on stage. I know I've said that more than once on the show, but yes, it is time to come from behind the mic. So what I would like to do, and I'm, I'm, I'm plotting this out, but what I'd like to do is fuck all this working clubs and going all around. And nigga, y'all don't understand how much com- comedy I deliver on a daily basis, Okay. My motherfucking ass at my job, there is no goddamn, thank you, come again, you know. No, nigga. My ass would be more like, thank you, come again, and if she comes again, feel fortunate. You know what I'm talking about, nigga? I'm going to say some crazy shit to see if this shit is going to work, to see how a crowd plays up to it. And like I told y'all in the past, I do service industry work that deals with broke-ass niggas. And when you're dealing with broke-ass niggas and you can make broke-ass niggas laugh, nigga, that might not be a goddamn bad thing. I can make a rich bitch laugh by talking about broke-ass niggas. Same breath and light. Well, I can make broke niggas laugh by cracking on rich niggas. That's right. Everybody is a goddamn victim. Nobody is safe. So we're going to be announcing the location of the first YouTube Joe Moffat show Comedy special, and we're gonna do Air of My Ways. So, yes, I'm doing the first album live on YouTube, Air of My Ways, coming soon. Be looking for it, it's coming. We may change the title, I may go ahead and do my com- do the stuff I have together for it, could be worse. Like I've told y'all before, I have comedy coming out of my ass, man. I one thing I do non stop is think and write. You understand what I'm saying? The one thing they they say a black man is more dangerous when a pen and a pad than any weapon, any other weapon formed against him. And they really don't have a true notion of how fucking true that goddamn statement is. A nigga with a pen and a pad is dangerous. And goddamn it, I'm about to build my fucking army. I got no ammo than a motherfucker when it comes to writing these blit, writing these jokes and having a good time, folks. And that's what we all about here. On the Joe Moffat Show. So we have dun, 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 the news. Um, mm-hmm. from our friends over at the Daily Show, they did a story on oh Donny T, Mr. Trump. Yeah, I know. I've noticed every time I talk about this nigga, my numbers drop a little bit. But you know, I can't fucking help it. He does some stupid shit that drives me crazy. And if it's not him, it's a motherfucker around him that's doing some equally stupid shit. I swear, I think these motherfuckers is like, you know, taking up coupons or donations or some shit to see how much stupid shit they can build up in one area. You know, it really bothers me, concerns me, it boggles my mind. When I see how much stupid shit comes out of some of these damn politicians' mouths, and then even worse, the motherfuckers that work for them politicians' mouths. If Trump would just shut the fuck up, Sean Spicer would say all the stupid shit that his goddamn entire presidential period could handle by listening to Sean Spicer. But then again, Sean Spicer really ain't got to say shit because we can just fucking listen to Trump. That nigga is ridiculous. Ridiculous. I'm dead serious. I'll say it again. Ridiculous. Alice, do not ever, and I mean never, fix your motherfucking lips to talk about some shit 
with a goddamn human trafficking. You want to know why they called slavery slavery and they won't call it what it is now, which is human trafficking? See, they call it human trafficking now because they really don't want you to understand what slavery was. They don't want to downplay the word slavery. They want to make the words human trafficking sound terrible. Contrary to popular belief, all of this shit is slavery, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get this straight. We ain't just, they ain't just trafficking niggas to have them show up somewhere and be there. Okay? Okay. Most of the situations when you are looking and talking about human trafficking is not about a motherfucker being kidnapped and taken to a tropical island for them to live out their days, happiness, and in peace. No. Just like the slaves, people who have unfortunately been caught up in the situation of human trafficking are not are used as slaves. But once again, they don't want to call it slavery. Catch that. I want y'all to pay attention to that. You'll never hear it called slavery. You'll always hear it called human trafficking. Because when you talk about slavery, you talk about they, they, they want you to keep slavery in the 1800s. They don't want you to bring up slavery and look at slavery as something that's happening right now. Which contrary to popular belief, I see glimpses of slavery every motherfucking day without one damn chain. Yes. Yes. Trump said human trafficking is now worse than it's ever been before in American history. Contrary to popular belief, human trafficking is what built American history. There wouldn't be American fucking history without human trafficking. That is the bread and butter of this fucking country. But you can't say that. You can't say that. Mm -mm. I will because I don't give a fuck. But you can't say that. Because mm -mm. if you say that, you're wrong. A lot of motherfuckers usually get looked at for being wrong for telling the truth. It sucks, but it's true. But like I've said before, I'm not going to pull piss on your head and make you think it's rain, baby. I will never, ever, 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 ever put y'all in this situation to pull piss in your head and make you think it's rain, babies. I won't do that to you. I promise you I won't do that to you. From the bottom of my heart, I won't do that to you. Because y'all deserve real talk. And I know a lot of y'all don't get no fucking real talk in your real motherfucking life. You understand what I'm saying? You know, I'm going to keep it running. I'm going to keep it 100 till the day I lay down. And that's real. Shit. You can't be real, don't be shit. I'll say it again for those that missed it. If you can't be real, don't be shit. Sit your ass down, shut the fuck up, get out of the way, let real niggas roll in, and handle our motherfucking business, man. And that's how this shit got to go. But unfortunately, bitch niggas like Trump, bitch nigga like Spicer, bitch nigga like Kushner, bitch nigga like Steve Bannon, bitch nigga like all them motherfuckers that they want to invite in and have their own professional press circle and all of this shit because, you know, reputable and responsible fucking journalism ain't about shit no more. I don't even what the fuck respectable and, and honest journalism look like no more. I guess my ass, but I talk so much shit and cuss so much, I can't build a damn audience for crazy motherfuckers like y'all. And by the way, I love each and every of you motherfuckers equally. And I will punch you all in the ass just as fast equally. No one gets treated or gets any special treatment here within the Joe Moffat Show or any organization concerning me. Okay? I want that to be known. All right? I'm not saying that nobody didn't say nothing to nothing. If they did, I wouldn't have gave two fucks. But just to keep them haters at bay, you know, I'm going to keep it 100 with you like I always do. Now, see, I'm going to tell you something else, too. When you think of human trafficking, when you think of slavery, you think Somebody getting taken from a field, put on a boat, bought over, sold, either on the boat or over here, and then forced to go to work. All right? That's what everybody sees. That's what you've seen in the movies. That's what you see. Slavery, like life, has evolved. And I'm going to tell you how it's evolved. Okay? I'll give you a good example of how it's evolved. Man wakes up in the morning, bright and early. Before the sun even come out. 
he ain't a farmer, he ain't a rancher, he ain't a, a, a doctor, he ain't, he ain't really got to do shit in his life that's going to make any pure difference in anyone's life other than those directly around him. So when I say that, we're not dealing with a doctor, we're not dealing with a lawyer, we're not dealing with a, we're not dealing with a person that, a pers another person's life is at stake. You know, if an EMT don't show up, there's a good chance and miss his shift, there's a good chance somebody could possibly be hurt. I can say that, right? Say that out loud, yeah? Yeah, all right. Should nobody disagree with that? If I don't show up to work, the only thing somebody gonna get to miss is a chance to listen to my stupid ass talk shit. That's really the extent of it. You know? Maybe some things might not get out on the shelves, you know? Banter um, might not be as fun, you know? The day might go by a little bit slower because old Joe ain't there. But I'm not there to, to, to make no huge-ass difference in a motherfucker's life, okay? Let's just, I'm going to keep it real with you. That's what I do, all right? So it blows my mind. Man wakes up, does his job, goes to work every morning, he there. Tragedy strikes. Something happens in that person's life that affects and changes the entire mainframe of their very existence. Let me show you how slavery has changed, y'all. Like I told y'all, uh, what, a year before last, the new age of slavery? Let me show you how it's changed, y'all. See, slavery now is that same man who's had tragedy struck. Guess, the, guess how he's trained? His mind is trained one way and that's to go by that cycle that he lives in that cycle and i call it a cycle because it's kind of like a wheel that keep all these motherfuckers spinning non-stop you ever notice that shit does anybody ever notice that that cycle that we're all on it's that hamster wheel and guess what that hamster wheel does Produces what energy? That energy is used to do what? Power what? The engine of what? The United States of America. But how is that engine being powered, huh? Hmm? Do you wonder? Fathers, y'all gonna catch up with me on this one. How many of y'all done paid child support lately? And paid the rest of your bills? Without having to go get a payday loan? I'll wait. Oh, shit. Mothers, how many of y'all... Got child support. Got a job. But because you a woman, you don't get paid like everybody else. And your child support can't take care of you and the child you raising along with your job. You can't take care of you still having to go get a damn payday loan because you got the child. Don't get me wrong. Child support helps, but it's only going to get you so far. Okay? All you men that want to stick y'all asses out in the air about child support... Uh, leave them there so I can run by and kick each one of you individually. Pay your damn child support, take care of your kids. You don't want to take your kids, quit fucking. I'm, I'm, I don't know why motherfuckers ain't put that on a sign yet. If you don't want to pay child support, stop fucking. It was a big thing years ago talking about men was getting trapped by women by having children. Ain't nobody trying to chap your lip, dick ass. You knew what the fuck you was doing, nigga. You didn't strap up, you fucked, and now your ass has a little bundle of joy to deal with. Quit being a sorry motherfucker, handle your business, and do what you need to do, man. Straight up. Man up, bitch. All you motherfuckers won't respect as men, but y'all don't want to do the shit that you want to be as motherfucking men. Ladies, I can say the same motherfucking thing to y'all sorry asses. If you got niggas that's paying their child support, don't you fucking dare give that nigga a hard time about seeing his goddamn kids. You get off your sorry ass and you make sure that happens. You help that nigga out. You help that nigga be the best man he can be for your motherfucking child. If he ain't shit, send that motherfucker packing. There's plenty of motherfuckers out here that will help you raise your baby to be a successful in the fucking visual. But it pisses me off when I be sitting here hearing niggas like I was at the damn, at the shop the other day, motherfucker coming there talking about, yeah, man, I'm, I'm having to pawn my watch. I, 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 uh, I'm having to start paying child support. This motherfucker had on an Apple Watch. He had an iPhone 7 Plus. He had a motherfucking uh, gold necklace on it. He didn't want a pawn. 
He wasn't pawning his come off his piece and chain. He wasn't doing that shit. No, nigga. He needed money, but not that bad. He wasn't coming off that fucking piece of chain. Probably because you know I'd be the one the first one as soon as he dropped that shit to go buy it off his motherfucking ass. <laughs> but, you know, he he didn't want to come off a piece of chain, but he's sitting with Apple Watch on, iPhone, night, you know, nice jewelry rings and shit, you know, so on and so forth. This nigga opened up his wallet and he got a fucking food stamp card. And I'm supposed to sit here and feel sorry for your roach ass because now you having to get up off your sorry ass and be responsible for your goddamn child and be a possibly a tax-paying, living, concerned, fucking good citizen of the United States of America. Oh, my God. This is a travesty. So you got some motherfuckers that don't even know how to get their asses up to find the motherfucking wheel. And then you got people like the gentleman I mentioned, I mentioned originally, who does this every day because he don't know nothing else. All he know is that wheel. He get up, he drink his coffee, he get up, he handle his business, he go do his job, he do what he need to do, he go home. And that cycle, the cycle kind of slows down for a little bit, but even that's still in the cycle because if one piece of that cycle fall off, your whole goddamn day will go to shit. Tell me I'm wrong. How many of y'all been sitting there and your cycle then fell off one day and your whole shit then went to shit? Driving home, you get a flat tire. Your whole shit and what shit. The cycle is done. Because the cycle has been broken. You broke that cycle. You have to start putting things into your cycle to be able to make shit work. I know motherfuckers that have a problem with fucking if they ain't in that damn cycle. Yeah. If you used to getting pussy at 7.30 on a Tuesday and you get trying to get some pussy at 2.30 on a Wednesday, maybe just maybe that shit ain't going to work out for you. You feel me, dog? Right, 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 right. You know? That's what's up. If a girl is only used to you going down on her and eating her pussy, and then you slip down and start eating at her asshole, and you ain't get that bitch for one, and there's a good chance she's going to punch you in your goddamn ear socket. Like, nigga, what you doing? You know what I'm saying? Bitch ain't ready for that. You fucked up the cycle. <laughs> I know I could have come up with some cleaning uh, goddamn examples, but fuck you. If you want clean, go ass and go wash your ass in the shower. I'm not here to be clean right now. We may do clean later on down the road. Shit. But, like I said before, a man goes out, works his ass off, comes off. Tragedy strikes. Everything gets thrown upside down. But guess what? Everything gets going upside down. You had that flat. You can't get that nut off. That nigga done licked your booty hole and you wasn't ready. The first thing we always try to do is get back to that cycle. That's the first thing we try to do is get back to that cycle. Some of y'all don't even analyze the situation. You just say, fuck it, push through and get back on the cycle. And then everything will be okay. Now let me tell you how this cycle works. Tell me how. A motherfucker can use my credit score with a group of other motherfuckers' credit scores. We ain't gonna go into all that. That's too in-depth. My point is, on this one, uh, everybody needs to take a step back. I really feel that's important because the fact of the matter is there's too many of us on these cycles. There's too many of us on these hamster wheels. We need to start taking a step back. All right? It, it it honestly and truly, and and I don't want to put this man business out in the street. Don't get me wrong. Folks that listen to the show, folks that's close to me, they know exactly what I'm talking about. And for that, my condone, my condolences, pimp. Peace and love to you and yours. I sure hope you guys are really, really, really okay. Because what I've seen, I know you're not really, really okay. Okay. Step off that cycle. Take your step back. Spend time with your family. Take a breather. The cycle's still gonna be there. And if it ain't, fuck it. Find a new goddamn cycle. That's all we do. You lose one cycle, your ass is we always find ourselves having to go pick up another goddamn cycle. It's almost like an addiction. We are addicted to the cycle. And what's scary is that half of us don't even know that we own it. We just 
living on this cycle of non-stop going, going, going. Never knowing where the cycle going to end. You know? Some of y'all be on the damn cycle, get told you ain't even good enough to be on the motherfucking cycle, and yet you still stand on this motherfucker, trying your best to get there. Then you get there, guess what they do? They throw a motherfucking wrench in your cycle, and you fall off. Then another motherfucker kick you in the ass, and then a third motherfucker take your cycle. Then what you got? You still got a motherfucking cycle, but you missing an important piece. I would love to see this country build itself on a foundation of entrepreneurship because it does, but it doesn't. If I'm running a Fortune 500 company, I'll be goddamn if I'm going to have one motherfucker in there making $32 million. Fuck you. Sorry. You don't deserve to make $32 million motherfucking dollars when we got another motherfucker over here making minimum wage. And that's the motherfucker who actually doing all the goddamn work. Nigga, I'm paying you $32 million. All your motherfucking ass do is play golf and jack off all goddamn day. That's it. You twiddle the hands on your balls. You send some text messages. You might pop up in a meeting to let some other motherfuckers do all this goddamn talking and analyzing and relationship and whatnot. And yet these the motherfuckers who make $32 million. The motherfuckers who ain't got to, who don't do shit. They have contesting companies right now where these motherfuckers will have your ass come up with a creation for the company to use and they will go off and make billions of dollars off your fucking creation and your ass won't see shit but a thank you. Anytime these companies, anytime you have an idea and a company that you working for and they see your idea and they say, hey, that's cool, quit them motherfuckers right now and go do your goddamn idea and make that money for yourself. That's what the fuck I think. You got colleges out here right now that's got doctors that work at the college and if you come up with something that'll make $100 million, the goddamn college will keep the $100 million and let your motherfucking ass stay on at a job. Nigga, fuck you. You got motherfuckers right now selling cars. That motherfucker out there selling cars, he make $200,000 a month in sales and only get to take home $2,500. Nigga, we got a problem. We got a motherfucking problem. It's huge. The rich ain't the one percenters. We, the 99%, are the one percenters. Why? Because that's all we fucking get is 1%. We get 1% of the fucking income. How the hell is the bulk of the nation not the bulk of the money's income, of the country's income? How the fuck is that possible? But yet you motherfuckers want to sit here and call yourself free. I will never give up. Never give up on opening as many eyes as I can to the notion that the way we are living life right now is full-on, grade-A, 100% slavery. And until some of y'all start opening y'all motherfucking eyes, it ain't never going to be any more than just that. The rich getting richer, the poor getting poorer, and a bunch of motherfuckers sitting around complaining. If I were to leave this particular topic with one note, it's simply put, overtime does not make you more money, that is more work. You can do the numbers on your own time. I ain't got time for that shit. But I assure you, I trust you, I believe you. Please hear me when I say, overtime is not more money. That is more work. I'm going to leave it at that. Now, Aaron Hernandez. Yes, I will be revisiting Aaron Hernandez today. As I mentioned last week, Aaron Hernandez was found dead in his jail cell. Um... He was in the middle, after being acquitted for one of the murder cases that he had against him, um, Aaron was in the middle of the, um, he was, well, he was, he was in the middle of a, um, come on, giving a legal term, y'all know what the fuck I'm talking about, I don't go to jail, bitches, so I don't really motherfucking know. Appeal, that's what it was. The nigga was in the middle of an appeals process, he just had one case dropped. 
Well, apparently, when you're in the middle of an appeals process, even though you've been convicted, technically because you are disputing that conviction, the conviction is not in place because you are disputing the conviction. They're allowing you to dispute the conviction. Now, I'm going to tell you something funny about appeals courts. Because there's people that get out of jail on appeal and yet still got to pay the state money. Like, their asses are still in jail. You know every time your ass in jail, every day you're in jail, the state make money, right? Hope y'all know that. Why you think when you, why you think you can sit out a ticket? A motherfucker sit out a ticket, guess what? They getting, that, that county making a certain amount of dollars for arresting your ignorant ass. Why you think jails is overcrowded now, motherfucker? You thought they had them in there just for fun? No. Somebody making money off of them motherfuckers. Ergo, slavery. Da, 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 da. Told y'all. It all wraps back into that circle. But right now, we're going to put that on the back burner. We talking about Aaron Hernandez. So, Aaron Hernandez, before he became a fuck-up, was a successful and pretty damn good football player. I, I, I can't say he was bad. The nigga was gifted. I'm not going to lie. The boy could catch. He could, he could run. He could hit. He was a pretty good damn player. Certainly for the Patriots. I mean, if you pay for the Patriots, to be honest, I've seen people leave the Patriots and suck. Okay? So usually if you're a player that's on the Patriots, you're going to be pretty good. You know, Wes Welker is one of the biggest exceptions to a player who left the Patriots and didn't suck after the fact. Okay? To which now he works for the Texans, which he really doesn't suck now. Not in my eyes, anyway. <laughs> But uh, the three suicide, they found three suicide letters in Aaron's uh, cell. He hung himself uh, last week. They found three suicide letters in Aaron Hernandez's cell. One to his wife, one to his daughter, and one, as it was detailed from the information I received, <clears throat> one to his gay prison lover. Now, he's been in jail for about, what, two years now? Um... And needless to say, with him being locked up, you know, he he never thought he was going to see the light of day again. He didn't know what his attorneys was going to be able to do for him, you know. I've had amazing attorneys. That's got me out of a lot of shit, you know. There's, you know, if it wasn't for my attorney, my ass would, there would be no Joe Moffat show. All right? My ass probably would, like, just now be getting out. If I didn't have a good attorney back in 2002, you know, I'd keep it real with you. I was a fuck up and fucked up and got caught up. And to protect another motherfucker's ass, I gave myself up like a dumbass. But yet and still, I also knew I was Teflon, baby. I knew it wasn't shit shovel or nothing else that was going to touch me. Because I knew all I had to do was make that phone call. I know that sounds fucked up and shouldn't be a reason to fuck up. And usually most time my reasons to fuck up wasn't really necessarily a reason to fuck up to have to call this nigga. It just some shit popped off. I need a little help getting out of it. There it is. I'm really not that bad of a person to be in jail 15, 20 fucking years. Like I said, I was trying to help another motherfucker out. So needless to say, you know... I can understand where he may have not had confidence in his legal team when they couldn't get his ass out of there and he wasn't at home playing football enjoying his time, you know, like Ray, like um, your boy, not uh, Ray Rice, uh, Ray Lewis was able to do. Ray Lewis went through the same type of shit that Dan Hernandez went through. The only difference is Ray Lewis had a much better attorney because his black ass went home. Keep it 100. You want to go home, get a good attorney. Okay? So... And Hernandez kills himself. Now there's this big uproar because of the three suicide letters. And one of the big things that I was looking at and talking to people about, um, which it didn't really throw me for a loop, but I was really wanting some, some, some info, some, some to, to bring some clarity, if you will, as to what goes through a man's mind when he's in prison and, you know, he doesn't know if or, or when or, it, you know, if there will ever be a time where he will ever see the light of day. And I want to give a shout out to my friends over at the Afro Daily. 
Uh, I also want to give a shout out to that boy Kilo underscore Righteous. Um, also give a uh, shout out to you know everybody else on Twitter, particularly those two though in this particular conversation because they did uh, input a lot of info, uh, particularly um, uh, Afro Daily. Of course, he mentioned about you know his prison sentence and that you know when you go to jail. It doesn't necessarily mean you're going to get fucked in the ass or in turn somebody going to fuck you in the ass. I know that sounds a little brutal, but you know, shut up. I told y'all this shit ain't sensitive, <laughs> okay? So, you know, and kind of like what, what, what they were saying, you know, this is one of the tweets I received. Because um, my, my basic question to the whole deal was, is, is going to prison a open door to homosexuality, Okay. You know, it's to me, I don't see it that way, but I will give another. Also, I also wanted to mention VJ. VJ, don't think I forgot about you. VJ underscore Burton. How you doing, boo boo? Um, but yeah, I, I don't want, I, I don't, how can I say this? I don't want people to think that I think that if you go to jail, you instantly get fucked in the ass. It's not what I'm thinking. But I do believe, and I'm only saying this simply because of the fact of a person, you know, there's only, you only get one shot at living life. And if you live in life in, in a situation where you need love, you need attention, you need somebody to listen to you bitch, moan, complain, you need sex, you need something, then your lonely ass will quite possibly find it okay to go fuck another man in the ass or another woman in the ass in a position of prison if you've never been in one of them situations before. I am not down, don't nobody be sitting here saying I'm downplaying homosexuality. I'm talking about these motherfuckers who will sit here and start fucking men and or fucking men in, in the ass or fucking women and will sit here and not be truthful with themselves and their loved ones particularly once they come out of goddamn prison after fucking a man in the ass and then go raw dog some woman in the pussy. Yo, come on, man. At least be real about what you've been doing. And it's not enough of them motherfuckers out there doing that. I'm going to keep it 100, okay? The question that I asked on Twitter was, how long would you need to be locked up before sleeping with another man? Now, in the midst of this, like I said before, we had a lot of people. Uh, we had a few people comment on this and everything. Like I said, I thank you all. Um, I, I, but like I said, I, I think the Afro Daily hit it hit the nail on the head, being that he was the one who mentioned that he had been locked up. You know, he'd been to prison, and, you know, he loved himself in his hands. He's a professional, he was a professional athlete at beating his beat. And more power to you, Pimpin. You know what I'm saying? He had that willpower. He knew that he was going to eventually be going home. He knew that this wasn't going to be the end-all, be-all to him. You understand what I'm saying? I can see where a person may look at it as far as weakness, because, you know, I don't think nobody, I don't, I understand the science behind sexuality. I understand what people are saying about the science of sexuality, okay? I think in this particular situation that a person who is weak-minded, who is needing to be some, to be, to feel like they are needing to be protected, there you go, by somebody, because they're worried about something that's going to happen to them, well, yeah, they might just take a dick in the ass because they're worried that they can either give their ass up to somebody or somebody's going to come in and take their ass. I personally don't think the whole Oz concept is real, but I do remember a time that I was put in jail and the motherfucker who came in after being arrested like two or three hours after the fact that I had still been there, they bring another motherfucker in. And the first thing this nigga was like in there trying to do was trying to get fucked. You know, this nigga didn't even take the time to make it back to goddamn the county sales. They get showered up and rested and chilled and changed clothes. No, this motherfucker walked in the holding tank trying to give blowjobs. But yet, if you see this same motherfucker in real life, they will walk up to your ass. What's up, dog? I'm, I'm Tony. Huh? I ain't bullshitting. I wish I was. I don't want to put no niggas on blast, but I got to. I love my family. But I have a relative who has a tendency to 
want to stay in jail for some goddamn reason. I don't get it. I don't understand it. But when you do it four to seven times, you got a problem, pimp. You're too scared to do some shit that'll get your ass life or actually get you locked up for a long time because you eventually want to come home. But you always doing some motherfucking bullshit to keep your ass in jail nonstop. I got a problem with that. Most of the motherfuckers who do that shit, they on drugs. Most, nine out of ten of them do drugs. That's the easiest one to get you put in jail. You walk up to a cop, smoke a joint, blow it in his face, your ass going to jail. Right, right? Right, right. That's what these little teeny bop motherfuckers will do. The whole time, these niggas will get out of jail, get three, four different women pregnant, run around talking about how big and bad they are, living at their mama house, not paying no motherfucking bills, eating up all this bitch cereal and shit, running up all this bitch light bills and shit. You sitting here know what's going on on the stories better than this motherfucker do. And that's her goddamn TV. Really, bitch? And then as soon as they nasty asses get that craving, they want to go off and get their butt touched in the goddamn pen. So what they going to do? They going to walk up to a cop, light a joint, and get thrown in jail. That's what they do. Or they'll go park their car on a basketball court in the middle of the night, strip out all their clothes, run off in the woods, climb a tree, stay there, paranoid, and crying. <laughs> I'm not going to stand up for you, my nigga. You're going to take care of your responsibilities. Take care of your shit and get back on my team. Okay? There it is. I spend too much motherfucking money to be sitting and supporting bitch niggas that don't handle their fucking business. Now. Huh. So, I did notice something as well about Aaron, uh, Aaron Hernandez. They did say that, that he's supposed to have a... I guess there there was a he had an undertone going in of bisexuality, so you know him fucking a man in the ass wasn't really something. Just him showing up and say, you know, I want some booty hole today. No, that ain't you know he didn't really walk into the jail with his pants all the way down and a sign on his ass that says "Enter Only." You know, I don't know if he really did that. I don't know if he had a tramp stamp on the bottom of his back that sat there and said "Guys in, girls out." I don't know. I'm not really sure. I don't know what the motherfucker did. I'm not positive, <laughs> but. Don't let his actions deter you from the notion that everybody that goes to jail is just wanting to be with men or, you know. But if you're on a life bid or two life bid, like something, what was that one motherfucker, what, how, what they gave that nigga, 30 life sentences that had to be served concurrently? Yeah, that dude might be fucking somebody in the ass. I can see that. But if your ass is going to jail for traffic tickets and you just find a hankering for fucking dudes in the ass, nigga, you gay. Okay? Just admit yourself. Put it out there. You gay. Be gay. And be happy about it. I hate closet ass, bitch ass, puss ass niggas. Be you, nigga. If you fucking gay, be gay. If somebody gonna be mad at you about you being gay, fuck that motherfucker. You, well, not literally, motherfucker. You ain't gonna, don't, don't, you know, I'm not saying go out and fuck nobody because they don't want to support your cause. And not only that, but don't be sitting here acting like somebody has to fucking support your cause. Not everybody gonna like the fuck what you do. Not everybody gonna like the look on your face, nigga. Fuck who you fucking. Some people ain't gonna like the damn tie you got on, you goofy bastard. I'm talking to you. The nigga that just looked around. Yeah, you. Take that ugly ass tie off. Shit. Got on the tie to go to the goddamn driver's license office. Quit over fucking doing it, bitch. It's, it's, nigga, this is the goddamn DMV. Show overdoing it, dumb ass. Take that goddamn tile. Sit down somewhere, motherfucker. <laughs> Shit. So, yeah, if you go to jail, you ain't gotta, you know, instantly fuck somebody in the ass. But if you choose to, we'll still support you here on the Joe Mavis Show. We don't give a damn, just, you know, don't be going to try to put that shit on my couch. Anywho. And on to our top story. Babies, I am pissed off. I am mad as all hell. And I know what y'all thinking. Nigga, you always mad. Fuck you. I ain't always goddamn mad. I'm trying to chip up a little bit, man. I done got a hold of some CBD oils. And I got uh, this stuff I rub on my neck called Vetiver. It's an essential oil. It's real good. You know what I'm saying? Keep, keep it calm. Keep it... 
keep you from wanting to choke a motherfucker. You know, it's a lot of shit going on right now where choking a bitch could be an option, but I don't want to be one of these crazy motherfuckers on the news. You know what I'm saying? Because all of that shit making it on the news now. You do some crazy shit, they going to find your ass. Back in the day, you could get away with fucking a puppy in a parking lot and not nobody pay no attention to it because it wouldn't make nationwide news. Your ass would go to jail, sleep it off, they'll send you home. <laughs> but now, you know, your motherfucking ass get caught flossing your teeth in traffic and your motherfucking ass might become public enemy number one because everybody in their mama done seen this shit, okay? But what came, what, what, it, what comes to my surprise is y'all know I love my kids. Love my kids from the bottom of my heart. All three of them. Love them, love them, love them. I even got a fourth one that I done adopted. Her mama, I don't know how her mama feel about me having her daughter's adopted child, but I don't care because the mama know I'll adopt their crazy asses as well and we'll all live in the asylum that is Jomo Studios, happy and healthy together. And by the way, did I say JM Studios? If I said JM Studios, the next person to catch me saying JM Studios on the next show, I swear. If somebody catch me, you got to tweet it. If I say JM Studios, you get a t-shirt. But you got to catch the shit. No, Pixie, you can't do it. So don't be trying to get no free shit. I already got a t-shirt for you. Anywho. <laughs> yeah, so anybody catch me saying Jomo, J. Anybody catch me saying JM Studios at the beginning of the show again, if you catch it, first person to tweet me about it, you get a t-shirt. There it is. So, ha-ha. I'm going to stop saying this shit because it's going to start costing me money. Fuck. But, uh, my champion, the one I've been talking about for weeks, my day-day, she got a letter in the mail from Rice, which I thought was just fucking awesome. Rice University, um kind of considered a very prestigious school here in the United States. Uh, big fucking deal. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, oh my God, this is fucking amazing. You know what I'm saying? I'm just, I, I'm ecstatic because, you know, that's home. You know, she'd be back home in H, you know, that would be amazing. And not only that, it's a huge accomplishment for receiving a letter from Rice to come and visit the campus. They're interested in her, you know, so on and so forth. So the next day, the next morning, what they didn't show me was her ACT scores. I've been waiting to see her ACT scores because I am very invested in my children's life and their future because these motherfuckers are going to have to take care of me and I'm not going to have motherfuckers taking care of me on a McDonald's salary. Fuck you. Two out of three of my children, I love you with all of my heart. I hope, yeah, I want y'all to go out in life and do whatever it is that you feel great and you feel good about. But I promise you, don't be looking for daddy to come to your house, stay at your shit. You work at McDonald's, that's too poor. You're going to take care of me, goddammit. I don't give a fuck. Okay? 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 <laughs> you take care of me, bitch. We're going to be balling. All right. So, love y'all. Anyway, day day's AC, ACT score. So, she got an ACT score. And before I mention, tell you the score, let me give you an idea of the reason why I was pissed. Okay? Because it kind of fell into the range of, I, I guess I'm not really understanding how or, or what's really being looked at in these tests. Okay? But... Let's see here. The statistics that, that come from these tests, the average scores all throughout the country, okay? The average test scores between 2012 and 2016. Uh, 2012, the full composite scores, they averaged around 20.5. Um, let's see. 2013, well, okay, no, here we go. Yeah, 2012, they averaged, well, okay, we're going to look at just 2012, right? They averaged right at 2,000 and, oh, 20.5. That was the nationwide average. 20 is the average. Then they break it down by race. Black people average right at 15.8. Native American, 16.3. White, 21.9. Latino, 17.6. Asians, 23.3. Native Hawaiian, 17.4. Why they separated Native Hawaiian off, I don't know, because they are Americans as well. I don't get that. Um... It says two or more, which I think this is like if a motherfucker like was being a smart ass and put black and white, they averaged uh, 20.4 and the people who decided not to respond uh, got a 19.3, okay? Now, my stepdaughter's a straight-A student. She will be uh, co-valedictorians in her high school. I don't think it's possible for anybody else to to catch the two people, her and the other young man, who are considered valedictorian for next year, I don't think there's a chance in hell that nobody else can catch them 
to be able to beat them out for being valedictorian. It's already locked in the bag. Okay? Day Day got a 26 overall on her ACT, which I'm thinking, oh my fucking God, this is fucking amazing. Okay, six points above average, which should be considered what, right? Ladies and gentlemen, class, if you six point above average, what does that make you? Above average. There you go, kitties. Y'all get it. Y'all are getting it right, right? Yeah. Above average. That's what she was, above average. So, as I'm reading through this and I'm looking at the scores and I'm seeing how she's done and I'm seeing, I'm trying to see how the process unfolds or how they come about with all this shit. I'm learning information. I love learning about new shit. What threw me for a loop was on the next page, they did an assessment. And of the assessment, they said, they basically, they, not, well, let me rephrase, not an assessment. What they did was they were basically saying that through her test scores, there was a, a college and career planning. Here we go. Let me get this pulled up. Hold on. College and career planning. Hold on. I don't know what the fuck just happened. Okay, so under college and career planning, it basically said that, you know, where are you going? Knowing your interests can help you find the kind of majors and occupations that might be interesting for you. So what they were saying from her data, from the test that she made, that she had, that she was given working with people. Now, when I first read that, that alarmed me because working with people means a lot of shit. Okay. Okay, I work with motherfucking people all day long and my ass make $11 an hour and I assure you my ass wasn't making no fucking 26 on no goddamn ACTs. Is that what we're setting the bar for our children who kick their ass, who kick ass and take names and trying to do more and try to instill and you sit here and tell them that if you score a 26 on the ACT, you're good at working with people? I would think the people skills jobs would be down at a 10 Possibly a 15, you know, 20 at the lowest. Because that's going to be 20 at the highest. If like, if you got a 20 and you're work good at working with people, you should be like the, I don't know, the greeter at the fucking Smithsonian or some shit. You know, something major, something huge. If you get a 10, you should be the fucking greeter at Walmart. All right? That, that's where I'm looking at this scale. Because I'm, I'm a little confused how they scale in this shit. Because another thing that I noticed... In the scale, after they get the scale, they say, here's a few examples of occupations um, involving this kind of work with working with people, right? They say, okay, we're going to tell you with a 26, 10 points from perfect, that according to their information, there's five jobs that she qualifies for. The first fucking three you can get without a goddamn college degree, which beckons the question for me of why in the fuck they are even there. This is a test to get a kid into college. Why the fuck are you sitting here telling this baby that she would be able to be an actor? What? What? I know a whole lot of actors that are actors. Barbara Streisand was an actor. Ask her how many dicks she had to suck to get to where she is. And you mean to tell me that my baby scored 26 on the ACT and you think she got to go out to suck a dick to be somebody? No. I would motherfucking think not. What was the other option, shall we? Fitness trainer. What? What? Wait a minute, bitch. So you mean to tell me Another job that does not need a college degree, okay? Anybody can be a fucking fitness trainer. Your ass can be a fat fuck, and you and some other fat fucks can get together and lose weight together, but you the leader of the fat fucks, so guess what? You get to be a motherfucking fitness trainer. It's just that goddamn easy. Why the fuck is this even being referenced to on this test as an option for the future of my child is beyond me. But this is the shit that they tell our children. I started to think for a minute. I was getting a little concerned because my first, my next question when I saw this shit was real simple. And I only say that because of the third option. I ain't told you the third option. I'm going to tell you the question that I asked. Third option, question I asked. Third option, question I asked. Here we go. Question I asked. Did they ask you for your race? And did they ask you for your sex, uh, gender? 
before you took that test? She said yes. Fuck. Black woman get a 26 on the ACT and they tell her that she, she could be a motherfucking flight attendant. I am not lying, y'all. I'm sitting here looking at this shit on my screen as we speak. A motherfucking flight attendant. Flight attendant. The equivalent of her ACT score compared to, to SAT scores right at 1270. Okay? 1270. And you mean to tell me a black woman in America can't look forward to being more than a flight attendant with a 26 on the fucking ACT? Really, my nigga? Is that what you really want? Is that really what we're trying to instill in our children? Because I'm going to tell you right now, when I saw that shit, my ass went off. First thing in the morning, bright and fucking early. Yes, indeed. Went off. Why? Because you shouldn't be sitting here telling no goddamn child that's sitting here wanting to do better and do more in their future that what they want to do ain't worth their motherfucking time from what you think. My baby put in her interest fits. They She say, they asked the question, do your interests fit the college major you plan to enter? Listen to this shit. Say, based on the information you provided, you plan to enter engineering, pre-engineering, general. Gen. Engineering, pre-engineering, gen. That's what they got on it. So, your results are not similar to the interests of college students in the major you plan to enter. Students in majors that fit their interests often are more satisfied with their major. Well, who the fuck is teaching flight attendancy at fucking Harvard? Let me motherfucking know. Yeah, I know we can go to Juilliard and go to acting classes, but my motherfucking ass is at 37 years old. You gonna send my old ass to Juilliard to get a degree in acting, motherfucker? How many motherfuckers got a degree in acting and made a $100 million movie? I'll wait. Figure that shit out for me. How many of you motherfuckers and went out and took acting classes and your ass can't do no but, but do nothing else but teach another motherfucker how to act? Huh? Running your ass up the motherfucking street. You a goddamn dude, big ass muscles raw. You running up the street, I'm Captain America. In the same breath and light, another motherfucker on the other side of the street, little scrawny, little dick bastard, he running up the goddamn street. You know what I'm saying? You got SpongeBob and you got Muscle Man going across each other on the street. Which nigga you think you gonna get hired to be the motherfucking fitness trainer? Huh? SpongeBob or Muscle Man? Who do we choose? SpongeBob got a guy had a goddamn 4.0 GPA and scored a 32 on the goddamn ACT. Guess what? That nigga ain't fit to be no motherfucking fitness trainer. Why? Cause ain't none of that shit in his head gonna help him teach another motherfucker how to be strong and how to not be fat. There's not a mathematical equation this motherfucker can come up with. All he can do is, well, yeah, one plus one push-up plus another push-up equal two push-ups. That's what this nigga supposed to be doing all goddamn day as a fitness trainer. Hmm. They literally tried to discourage my kid. That's what I saw. That pissed me off when they tried to discourage my kid. She put, she had a score sent at four schools. Princeton, Georgia Institute of Technology, Massachusetts Institute of Technology, and Rice. She heard back from Rice. One out of four ain't bad. I'll take 25% for my baby any day of the week. You know? She already getting letters. She she was already contacted by Harvard before she took the goddamn ACT. You know? And it boggles my fucking mind that a child that has that is so bright and can do so much gets told that she can be an actress, a fitness trainer, or a flight attendant. Now, there were two other jobs, and those two jobs do need degrees. One is a social worker, which makes sense, and one is an elementary school teacher, okay? Both of those need to be degrees, and both of those are respectable jobs. I'm not saying neither of the five jobs that I've mentioned are respectable. 
but don't sit here and tell a kid with enough intelligence to be above average that the only thing that they can do is follow the dream of being an actor. Being an actor is a dream. Me doing comedy is a dream. Nigga, I'm 36 years old trying to find some motherfucking retirement money here, okay? This is what the fuck I'm out here for, all right? If I was scoring 26s on ACTs, I assure you my motherfucking ass probably wouldn't be here. So don't be sitting here telling our babies that they can't do more with their life. It bothers me when I sit here and, and, and I'm reading these results and I'm like, what the fuck does it take to become a lawyer? Well... Glad you asked that question. To become a lawyer, it doesn't really have that necessary test score. You just want to get into a good school where you can become a lawyer. Okay. So Stanford, for instance, you got to have, what was it, a 32? I think Stanford was a 32. Harvard was a 32. I know Harvard was a 32. And that's just to get in. Okay. And the University of Chicago, top three law schools in the nation as far as this report that I read, okay? You got to have at least a 32 to be an attorney. Now, I didn't get into looking up the doctors and all of that shit, woo -woo -woo -woo. but clearly, I, I because well, the reason why I didn't do it was simply this. I'm not going to sit here and believe and let you tell me that a child that is above average should be average. You tell a child that is above average to... In essence, be a clerk. What are we doing, ladies and gentlemen? This is how we stop a great person from being greater. By giving these damn assessments. By giving these kids one format of everything they're supposed to fucking know, understand, and believe in. That's all they, that's it. That's all they're supposed to know. They ain't supposed to know shit else. Just that. What's fucked up is that we lie to them. We lie to them to their face. Lie to them. Bold face lie. And tell them they can be anything. Bold face lie. And tell them they can grow up and be anything they want. And I'm sorry. It become a bold face lie when a child that is considered above average gets treated as if she's average or gets put in a position where she should feel that she's average. So, Daddy, I love you. You and I both know we ain't going to let these haters get us down or fuck us over. And I got your back from the beginning to the very end. And parents, all of y'all should be the same. Don't be sitting there letting these people dictate what your child's future could be. Because your child truly can go out and be whatever the fuck they want to be. Somebody told that to Donald Trump one day and look what the fuck his retarded ass said. Even the mentally incapable can go out and be whatever the hell they want to be. We got that motherfucker as president right now. Hello? Don't let nobody steal your shine. Don't let nobody take your thunder. And certainly, don't let one monkey stop no show. And on that note, I got more shout-outs. Um, of course, I'm going to shout-out to my baby, my daddy. Hi, kiddo. Also, to my Mary Bill. Hi, darling. That's my other stepdaughter and my kiddo who can't listen to my shit, but I'm still going to say hi to him. Um, hold on. Wait a minute. Breaking news. Hold on. Wait a minute. Breaking news. Before we go, hold on. I want to mention this real quick. I got to get this breaking fucking news right now on the show. Bill Cosby's daughter, Evan, speaks out and says he loves and respects women. He is not abusive, violent, or rapist. Nigga, I'm going in again here in a few minutes. Hold on. I'm going to get these shout outs for the end of this show, though. We getting a point. I'm about to throw y'all a special treat right here after I get through with this one. But let's do some shout-outs real quick, folks. Uh, let's see where we at. Of course, as I mentioned before, Afro Daily, um, Kilo Righteous, VJ underscore Burton. Here we go. Just in Time Podcast. 
Pittsburgh Nerd Pod, All Powers Pod. I got them folks over at Real and Raw Podcast. All my folks over at Talk It Out Podcast. Oh, my nigga, Jim Hacksaw, Jim Thuggin' in this motherfucker. What's happening, pimpin'? My friends over at the Comcast Podcast. My motherfucking niggas over at Goddamn Rabbling Raw. What's the goddamn deal, fam? Um, also, we got some new followers that came in to play with this on our Twitter page. Shout out to Miss Aaron Whitehead, Secret Stage, uh, Figment Reviews, Hashtag Rap Hip Hop Promo, Social Media Pros, The Human Experience, Nathan Fast. Shout out to Nathan Fast. Big time things you're doing over there at 103.7 in the DFW. Uh, Christian Venn, Aussie the Palm, Mila, a podcast with one guy, Jet Dash Sarah, Ricky Gorman, uh, Stoke the Fire podcast, Babies, the list goes on and on and on. Also, to my listeners out in Tacoma, Washington, Mountain View, California, Los Angeles, California, San Francisco, motherfucking California. Y'all love me in fucking California. Yes. Chicago, Illinois, Houston, Texas, Dallas, Texas, uh, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, my hometown here up in Enid, Oklahoma, Lake Charles, Louisiana, Lafayette, Louisiana, Oh, my God. Uh, Russellville, Arkansas. ATL, Atlanta, fucking Georgia. MIA, Miami, baby. Down to the NO, all the way to Minneapolis. I got love for all of my people. Thank you all for listening to Joe Moffat Show. I am your host, Joe Moffat. I will be back here in less than two minutes because I'm about to get in on this shit. I cannot let this Cosby shit pass. I will be right back. I'm capping off this show. Thank you guys again for listening. I do appreciate you very, very much. Peace and love. I hope you guys have a really good week. Um, stay positive. It's my birthday this week, so if y'all want to give me birthday shout-outs, feel free. I will appreciate it. My birthday is Sunday. I love you guys so, so much. Thank you for listening to the Joe Martha Show. I'm out this motherfucker.